Good evening. You are listening to a Rattledgen Broadcasting Premier Podcast TV party tonight. I'm your host, the mandated reporter, and frankly, I'm mortified, Mr. Mark Rattledgen. Dun 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 dun. The Podsman ride again. All right, he's back and better than ever. Wait, don't 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 say it until I do my bit. Chris Bailey, Chris Bailey, Chris Bailey, Chris Bailey. How do you do? How do you do? How do you do? Well, I've been up and down the road with Mark Radlich and the Podsmen are back this evening. All I got to say, the Podsmen are nice guys. We don't wear white hats. Heads are going to roll. Oh, wait, what a goof. You know, I get accused of being wrecked in the head a few times and having a little touch of Alzheimer's. My God, almost forgot. The third Podsman, Christine, get on down here. Hey, 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 gentlemen. How are you? <laughs> Welcome back, sir. Hey, thank you. Thank you. You know, I, I, I thought for a minute I, I was uh, going to come out here and just get fired, but, you know, I'm already fired. <laughs> <laughs> He's back. Uh, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Bischoff, you're a no good son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, I love it. Awesome. So Bailey is Arn Anderson, and Christian is Ric Flair. What does that make me? What, what, what am I, Paul Roma? Mongo. Mongo. <laughs> Definitely Mongo. Oh, good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mongo. I, I think one of my old AOL handles was death to Mongo at one point. There you go. <laughs> oh, there's a full Twitter account on uh, Mongo's mess up. So it's great. I'm sure. Just, it, oh, it, it's wonderful. It's all, it's all his greatest screw ups in ring and it's fantastic. I, I think I want to be Tully Blanchard. Isn't he all about like hookers and cocaine? Yes. At, at especially in his WWE's days. That's correct. Okay. Yep. And he, and he, and his daughter's like a horrible racist. Hey, 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 Tessa. Come on. Come on oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about her. Okay. All right. She's so not a racist. She just mistreats people. Great. I'm Tully Blanchard in this, of this trio then. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Lily is Tessa Blanchard. So she doesn't know anything about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> so let's talk about Survivor Series brought to you by the WWE and presented by Red Notice, starring Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock, God's favorite idiot, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot, not as Wonder Woman. Well, all I got to tell you guys, I'm still searching for Vince McMahon's egg. So I can yeah, the, tell you. The Ferrero Rocher got stolen, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you guys have Ferrero Rocher in the U.S. I did not realize of that. Of course. That's what you give right. as a Christmas gift to people you don't know or care about. <laughs> <laughs> you give them those pyramids of the Ferrero Rochers just to say, hey, I thought of you. Nothing I Nothing says I, I don't give a flying about you than a Ferrero Rocher. That's a fact. <laughs> Amazing. All right. <laughs> let's get into Survivor Series here. Um, brand Warfare. I know Christian loves the Brand Warfare. You know, this is the one time a year where SmackDown <laughs> and Raw go head-to-head, right? I mean, uh-huh. I, I think I heard that a time or two. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. 
all year <laughs> long, the guys strictly stay on their brands and they fight each other sure. and the feuds build. But this is the one time of year time. where where guys intermingle. I mean, they just had a draft a week ago, but that's fine. Yeah. They these guys never see each other except at every pay per view. And 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 Bruce Pritchard's in charge now, and he's the guy who won't shut up about how awful the wild card uh, match was at Survivor <laughs> Series '95. Right? There was no reason for these people to team up. Well, what do we have now? I get. Yep. All right. So um, let me ask you guys a quick question. If it wasn't for the color schemes where raw is red and blue and SmackDown is blue, like Republicans and Democrats, could you even tell these brands apart? Like, oh, no, not at all. <clears throat> Before, I mean, let's think about it. Back in the heyday, mm -hmm. you used to know if John Cena was on raw or he was on SmackDown. Right. If Brock oh, yeah. Lesnar was a SmackDown guy or a Raw guy, you knew your brands because it meant something. You know, for the most part, they were kept separate. Yeah. Now you don't know, like anybody can show up on any show. Hell, they'll show up on NXT. They'll show up in a school gym. We don't care. But uh, there's no, there's definitely no reason for this uh, interbrand stuff. I mean, li people literally were on the same brand one week ago, and now all of a sudden they're on the other right. side hating yeah. each other. Come on! And, yeah, and they suddenly have this uh, brand uh, patriotism now. It's oh right. my god! Ridiculous. Except for Charlotte Flair, she despises being on SmackDown and having that title. Loads I, it. I want to see a guy forget what brand he's on and have to look at his shirt. Like, well, maybe um, that's what happened to Kevin Owens. Maybe that's what happened. I am here to kick ass and bring down SmackDown. <laughs> you're on Raw. Wait, no, you're on SmackDown. Who? What? Who? I mean, full disclosure here. I haven't watched any WWE since uh, SummerSlam. Mm -hmm. So, um... I was hoping that, like, when when this started, I'd get like a a nice impression on who belongs where, who's mm -hmm. affiliated with who, who's a face, who's a heel. I haven't the foggiest idea who is a good guy, who's a bad guy. <coughs> they they did nothing to help me with this, despite the fact that there were six thousand recaps. <laughs> nothing told me about where people belong, who they're friends yep. with, who they hate. I, like, I don't, I didn't even know who the other women's tag champion was. Rhea Ripley comes out with a belt. They don't mention who's her teammate. I, I had to look it up, and I found that it's, I guess, I guess Nikki is now Nikki Ash. Oh yes, Nikki Ash, almost okay. a superhero. Oh really? Oh yeah. Oh bro, it's worse than you think. Oh my god, I just saw Christian's heart break. <laughs> So the, the entire thing, Sheehan, and I love this, that we get to recap some of this stuff, yeah. is that she suddenly became a fan favorite superstar instead of the crazy lunatic person. Okay? Now, she was hanging out with Alexa Bliss, you know, doing the best friends thing, really, really, that. you know, playing, yeah, playing the good girl. Yeah. Then suddenly, when Alexa turned into this, uh, you know, the fiend, uh, the fiend basically yeah. took over that gimmick, um, she just suddenly became a superhero. To the to the uh, fanfare of nothing or nobody. Did it was she literally get in the head first. Did they do that? Did she get like, thrown into an electrical board and shocked? <laughs> that, <laughs> that would be giving them too much credit. No, she just randomly grabbed a cape and said. Did she find like a cape in the garbage can? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think they gave it that much attention. Wow. Brutal. When yeah, it's, it's, that, those are all real things that have happened on the yes. over the last yes. years. Mm -hmm. That's true. So there were there were le legit two feuds built up to this. Everything else was a sort of a mishmash of you know it's that time of year again, so we have to you know so we have to do brand warfare and all this other crap. But like there were like legitimately two feuds that had heat. 
One of them was Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. And I think that's because of the real life heat they had. Like it, otherwise it just would have been two, you know, two girls with belts wrestling each other. But considering like, I think they, they had the belt drop incident recently um, where like they were supposed to, I don't know if you've seen the Sheehan or mm-hmm. I don't even remember if they talked about it in the replay at all. No, they, they cut, they edited it. Okay. So check this, right? This is, okay. and this is honestly the, this is honestly the best thing about this entire pay-per-view like setup. Okay. It's the only thing worth talking about. So um, Becky won the SmackDown title from uh, Bianca Belair in like okay. 10 seconds, right? Yeah. <laughs> that was at SummerSlam. <laughs> that that and, I saw. That I right. saw. And then That's the internet like yeah. broke and was like, oh my God, you know, but, but for why? Um, and then Becky became like a heel. And the big debate since then has been, should, it, should they have taken their biggest face in the, in the company and made her a heel? And the answer is, yes, she is because Becky Lynch is a dick. she comes by it naturally this works she's a great heel so she became big time bex okay so Mm -hmm. she now she's a champion and then there's my 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 daughter's least favorite wrestler of all time charlotte who who wins everything and she can't stand it uh she's the raw champion they they wrestle 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 we get to uh the draft and they're drafted to opposite brands right Uh, so uh big time bex goes to raw and um charlotte goes to smackdown but they're both but they both have belts and they're of equal value so they just trade them right there's no like we don't bother telling a story here they're just like here you hand me the right color-coded belt and i will hand you the right color-coded belt and we will skip merrily through the periwinkles (laughs) except that charlotte flair might be a bigger bag of dicks than (laughs) becky lynch (laughs) and she does this maneuver here Oh, I dropped the belt. Sorry. Um, and Becky Lynch is like, you motherfucker. <laughs> but she didn't even drop it in front of her. She dropped it behind her to make sure that Becky walked around her to collect her belt. <clears throat> Needless Which to is, say, so this wasn't scripted. No, it wasn't scripted. And not only that. It's just her being uh, a dick. If yeah. you saw the unedited okay. footage, which is circulating, it's hilarious because oh. Sonya Deville is looking at him like, okay, you two idiots, you're screwing up this entire segment. <laughs> and she, instead of having Becky go around, she just picks it up, looks at Charlotte like, what are you doing, you petulant child? Right. <laughs> yeah, so, it's hilarious. So not since Shawn Michael Bret Hart have I, seen, have I wanted to see two people seriously mess each other up. Like, yes. And, and we'll talk about this. One. This is the opening match of the pay-per-view proper, so we can kind of just segue into it. But like, I felt not really like like legitimately not since Montreal have I thought two people in a fake wrestling match were really messing each other up, like just taking potatoes and opportunities mm-hmm. whenever they had yeah. whenever they had a chance. Like, so where did the problem come from? Is this just uh, is there anything widely known about this, or or are they just? Having or they just on the outs. I don't know if Charlotte wants to be there anymore, and I. I and doubt I, it. I mean, her father's complaining every five seconds on Twitter about how his legacy's been erased, even though he. Yeah. Just got, you know, they just got outed for showing his dick around an airplane. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> helicoptering, helicoptering. I was gonna say they didn't out it. That people knew have known about it for twenty. Oh, yeah, it really got yeah, years. wider distribution. Yeah, I was gonna say it yeah. went on a it went on a cable documentary, and people like in the <laughs> in the wrong year. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, t- hey! Tommy Dreamer said it was just Flair being Flair. It's okay, let's guys. Not, let's not do what that. What happened again. to Tommy Dreamer? He he, too many chair <laughs> shots to the head. And well, we, I mean, what happened? What what is that disaster on his on his head? <laughs> 
<laughs> he, he looks like he like walked under a diuretic dog or something. That is, <laughs> that is uh, a disease, a mental disease called arrested development. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. um, really quick, Bailey, do you know if anything else about what's going on with Charlotte, like mentally? Like, does she? I I suspect she doesn't want to be there anymore. But do you know if there's anything more to it than that? So so here's the latest. So apparently, her boyfriend, as you know, was Andrade over in AEW. Right. So Andrade in the past week unfollowed Charlotte on Twitter. So now there's speculation Ooh. going around that even her own man may have cast her aside. And there's nothing, you know, in the past two to three weeks where they've had interaction because before they were very public. You know what I mean? Yeah. When uh, Andrade went to AEW, my God, she was down in AAA Mexico, you know, getting making sure her face was seen and, you know, in a AAA uh, stadium with Andrade. You know, they had pictures by the pool where Ric Flair was doing cannonballs with her uh, with her man. You know what I mean? <laughs> they, they were really going out of their way. To stress this relationship just now all flop, of a sudden just floppy floppy old man cannonballs <laughs> yep and nothing says divorce like getting unfollowed on twitter Woo! so all right the other the other one that had any kind of heat to it you know if, if heat's even a thing in wrestling anymore is roman reigns versus Big E, and that's more because roman reigns is probably the best high profile mainstream wrestler going right now in terms of like yep. character and work and consistency mm-hmm. his whole like his his um uh group with uh his cousins is amazing it's just yeah. like the whole bloodline thing actually really really works and the only other thing that is working was the friendship among the new day and so uh crown jewel they made xavier woods king of the ring and then Roman Reigns beat the living hell out of him, and then out came Biggie, and now you actually have a feud worth talking about. Yes, yeah. Everything else on here is just well, it's that time of year again. So no. let's, let's, let's get to it. All right, excitement um, on the. Uh, I didn't watch this. I don't know if you guys did the dark match or the the pre yes. match. Nakamura. Yeah, what, what the hell is a rich Boogs? Oh <laughs> my God! Boogs anyway, is Boogs is Shinsuke Nakamura's guitar player, who's also a developmental wrestler. So you know he's he's sort of you know he he gets in the ring from time to time or under a hood or whatever the case might be. But he's basically the annoying guitar player. So you know Shinsuke's entrance music, the yeah 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 he plays guitar to it. And, you know, this dickhead just follows Shinsuke around uh, since he's been the face over on the old SmackDown roster. And, uh, yeah, he's Boogs. That's all you need is, to know. Is he, is he the guy who, like, played, like, a cricket dealer or something and, like, won the 24-7 <laughs> championship, uh, like, six months ago? Like, I don't when they know. Were, like, a, like, a cricket sponsorship? I don't I uh, You know what? You might be right. I think you are correct. He, 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 I this, honestly this is had a storied no career. I honestly had no idea, like, <laughs> I'm You're like, right. I think Sheen is right on the money. The only difference between me and Sheen right now in terms of like WWE wrestling is I at least watched Extreme Rules because we reviewed them. I watched mm-hmm. Extreme Rules and I watched Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel is actually pretty good. You can go back in the archives and, and check that out um, if you're just now listening to this for the first time. And like I said, like if you, I, I have come to realize that if you just don't watch the weekly programs, when you get to the, the monthly shows, they're not quite so bad. They're actually mm-hmm. quite good. But yeah, there are people on these shows, and I'm like, I have no idea where what tree that guy fell out of, or oh, yeah. why he's doing what he's doing. And so, like, I cut, like, like we'll talk about it with uh, the five on five, like Happy Corgan. 
I have Corbin. no idea what the hell a happy what what the hell is a happy Corbin and a and a drip god? What the what I, I, is well, this? Well, listen, listen, listen. Happy, happy. First of all, we need to settle something because yeah. you know we said Crown Jewel was great. Now you know that this podcast now Mark has got some you know some definite sponsors. So now we're sponsored by the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia right now. Okay, so <laughs> we're getting that dirty Saudi money. Okay, yep. uh, I'm now by the I'm, tourism board of Montreal and the tourism board of uh, Saudi Arabia. Regia. Now yep. let's 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 frame up Corbin. So Corbin, remember he was King Corbin. Yeah. Yes. So he lost the crown. Okay. He started losing a series of matches to Shinsuke Nakamura. You know, all the yes, because he sucks. The yeah. crown went away and then he was playing. Remember when DDP lost all his fortune and he was down on his luck and he was a yeah. bum over in WCW? They sure. did the exact same skit with Corbin. And he sucked. He sucked. But then he went to Vegas one weekend and won a windfall of money. And now he's happy Corbin. So he, he wears sucks. like the Hawaiian shirt. He, he actually sucks worse. <laughs> it's amazing. Who is the guy that's with him? Because Madcap like, something. Yeah. <laughs> Madcap Moss or whatever his name is. That Riddick <laughs> I don't know who he is. Is that Riddick Oh, Moss? man. That sounds like somebody who was a wrestler at some point, right? Or is that Man. a boxer that I'm conflating here? You're thinking of Riddick Bowe, who's okay. African-American. Um, Close and, enough. And through the WBC title. Madcap Moss. Yeah. yeah, who is Madcap mm. Moss? Maybe he's Riddick what? Moss. Okay, it doesn't matter. No, uh, he's he Madcap, whoever he is. You know, he's, he just jumps yeah. around. It's, uh, he reminded me of like a, a even less interesting Damian Sandow. I was thinking of the we just can we just get a guy in a top hat and a clock to come out? All right. Anyway, so did anyone you saw the, the match Bailey between Nakamura? No, I saw I saw I saw the recap okay. after when they showed it on the show. I did not you see too. the. Yeah, that's all I've seen. Okay, you didn't see it, uh, Sheen? Okay, cool. no, no, because uh, I wanted to, but uh, a Peacock still hasn't fixed the thing where you can like go back to the beginning of a show while the show's still oh playing. God, gotcha. so uh, move to Canada, yeah. get the real network. My I was, God, I was, savages. Talking, I was classy and I was talking musicals with my good friend Elizabeth Faust Sunday See? night. So I didn't watch Survivor Series for the next day. He's all I upper crust know. now. He's I all stopped. upper crust. She and he's left his he's left his friends behind yeah. for bigger ventures. Since he got that Saudi money, he's a changed man. Wouldn't you leave us too? If it, yeah, listen. If the money was right with the Saudis, the Saudis, you guys would be gone. That's me. You could, call, you, could, you could call me Bail Sewer. All right. So back to so back to Becky. <laughs> I'm gonna move us on. So back to Becky Lynch versus good old Charlotte. There, like I said, this was probably the best match of the night. Like they started off strong, and it was sort of downhill from there. Can um, I say something? Can I say something? Go ahead. On the level of fineness out of ten, how how good did Becky Lynch look in that red suit, that Scarlet Witch style uniform she had going on there? I good mean, heavens! The complete opposite like of Charlotte. I, it looked yeah, like, yes. To me, to me, it looked like she was, you know, she was an Olympic swimmer of some kind. You know, I. It's fine. what swimming are you watching? I I don't know. She just, oh my god! I'm going to take red, up watching swimming if that's a, the case. A plain red like plastic raincoat leotard. It's fine. I could it? Yes, but it it went south in both directions, front and back. Good <laughs> heavens, some, man! She needed some sides and maybe some headgear, and she could have been Electra. Oh, there you actually, you're right. I thought she was doing the Scarlet Witch with the large boots and stuff, but I'm, um, you know, West you know, Coast style. But, yeah. yeah. Wow. Anyway, 
Chris Sheehan. Um, <laughs> I thought the match was fantastic. <laughs> like I said, it, it, it was to me, it was like they looked pretty stiff in there. And mm -hmm. I, I, I there were some really, really good spots. I think my only complaint about this match is there were a couple of times where Becky uh, got it worse from Charlotte. And there was there were a few times where she was just kind of laying down, taking a nap. But for the mm -hmm. most part, they kept a pace. Uh, they looked like they were brutalizing each other. They, you know, it looked like Sean and Brett circa 1997, you know, where they really were trying. It, it, they probably weren't, but they looked like there was some intensity between them. Like, I bought that this was a real fight. Mm -hmm. This felt like these two girls wanted to tear each other's head off. So I was, you know, as you say, said on this podcast before, I got very lost in this match. It's probably the only one I did. Mm -hmm. um where i forgot i was watching wrestling and i just saw two girls trying to mess each other up so i really really like this i thought they did a great job and the finish was phenomenal you know both of these they're both asshole heels right what? Charlotte, the finish was I, I, anyway go ahead charlotte try, <laughs> charlotte tries to cheat to win she gets caught becky reverses it and gets away with the same thing and charlotte is hoisted by her own petard literally <laughs> acted drama <laughs> line what'd you think shan um, you know, I, I, I could say that I, I've missed WWE in two different ways. I've missed it in though I haven't seen it, but I haven't missed it in that I have, don't feel bad about it. You know, I don't feel bad that I haven't seen it. So going into this, this is my first match back in four or five months. Mm -hmm. And like I mentioned before, I don't know who's a bad guy, who's, who's a good guy, who's a bad guy. Here, it was just different levels of dickhead. Right. And I feel like um, no matter what they did in the ring... I'm still getting used to the crowds being back. And the crowd was like, huh, what do we do? The crowd <laughs> felt like they were like, yay. It's like, let, let's, like you'd get the, let's go some one of you. you know? <laughs> it, it, didn't, it just didn't. Um, there was just no energy there for me. Mm -hmm. And having missed out on all the insider stuff, this just felt like Charlotte and Becky part 5,000. Sure. And yeah. it's, I mean, it's the same thing we've seen before. It was sloppier than it's been before. I don't know if that mm -hmm. was an attempt at legitimacy or heat, but that it felt sloppy. Have, that may have lended to it. Like that might Possibly. be what I'm picking up Possibly. on. Because I mean, even the first blow, like, mm -hmm. like Becky basically fell down. Like she, it's <laughs> like, it was like a shove and Betsy, Betsy, Becky just dropped. And it's like, mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> it just felt weird. Um, as for the ending, you had the roll up. Charlotte rolls up. Becky tries to cheat, gets flipped back. Becky rolls her up. And then as the referee hits three, she grabs the rope to hold on. Mm -hmm. So she didn't even need to grab the rope. Yeah. You know, she grabbed it just a little bit too late to make it actually land for me. Uh, Cause she could have done it without it. Sure. Um, and you know, they, they built this thing up as being like the be all end all. Mm -hmm. And then to have it end in a in a fashion where it's where it's a cheat to win situation. Mm -hmm. eh, I know that they can't afford to lower either of these two. Mm -hmm. And at the rate that they're releasing everybody, you got to keep <laughs> the, the ones you still keep around. You got to make sure they're strong. Sure. Which begs the question, why have this match? Mm -hmm. You know, maybe maybe put them in a tag match, maybe do something else. But. They did what they had to do. It started off hot. Um, it started the show off hot, which was unfortunate for everyone who followed it. <laughs> but it was, uh, yeah, it was just it was Charlotte and Becky again. Nothing special to me. All right, Bailey, you had some problems with this. What uh, what's your issue? Charlotte doesn't handle losing well. So you knew from the time that they did the belt drop to now, when Charlotte gets that stupid smirk on her face, yeah, face, you know, yeah. yeah, you you know. 
that she, you know, she's insulted. Like I'm bigger than this. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're doing it to me again. Here we go. More shenanigans in the booking department. They don't care about Charlotte Flair. You know, she got this cockiness about her and you know, when she's going to lose because she does this every single time. So when she loses, and I, I, I get the idea. So on paper, having the dirtiest player in the game's daughter, you know, get one upped by, you know, the same tactics, the dirty tactics sounds great on pay on, you know, on the show, it looked very anticlimactic. You're like, you did all that for a roll up and a, you know, a leverage pin. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's not the way to go. Uh, listen, overall, the match, they didn't insult my, my intelligence. So, you know, they were trying, I know that they had this built up like a, like a work shoot. You know what I mean? This type of thing. But I don't think they went too far with it and tried to go outside of the box and do something that's, you know, it's a shoot, brother. You know what I mean? They, they didn't go that far. They kept it within the context of the match, which was good. And you talked about sloppiness. I'll, I'll hit on that angle before I pack up my, my talk of this one. Is Charlotte ever going to hit that moonsault from the top rope? Has she ever hit it? You talked about Shawn Michaels and, uh, and Bret Hart. Shawn Michaels used to hit the moonsault, okay? He used to land on Brett, like almost upside down in a tombstone position, almost perfectly. Charlotte Flair hits you with her wrist and shoves you. Why, why are you flipping off the top rope with a wrist? <laughs> I, I just don't get it. But anyway, I did like the intensity. The video packages for this one really sold it. I was excited to watch it, and I thought they delivered a good match and the best match on the entire show. That's all I have to say about Lyle. All right, Mr. Big Time Beck, Seth Rollins, led his Raw team. <laughs> can uh, you get any more annoying? I don't think so. I hate this heel. You can Finn call him Bal a drip king or something, and that, oh, that, that might help. The drip. Oh, Finn Balor, who every time I look at Finn Balor, I just, you know, I always imagine him kind of looking behind him longingly at NXT. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like the last show, I, I, I was making jokes like, like, come on, Finn, you have to come back to the main roster. And he's just, just like hanging on to the performance center. No! No! <laughs> Come on! <laughs> anyway. He's like trying to pry your kid out of Toys R Us over Christmas. No! Hold no! down to the door. Finn Balor, Kevin Owens. Okay, so this is a funny one. So, Sheehan, you were, you were watching NXT when Austin Theory was there, right? Yes. Okay, so that was him on that team. And I, and I'm because I, I was scanning forward. Like I said, I watched it the next day. And, during, mm -hmm. and when the matches broke... I would scan forward to the next match, so I didn't have to see. I got like, a lot of the stuff with the egg. I missed all the yeah, stuff, yeah. all the stuff promoting the Rock who wasn't there. I missed because I was scanning forward, and I didn't see who all was on Seth Rollins' team because when I stopped scanning, he was the last one to come out for Raw. So I'm looking mm -hmm. in there and I'm like, "Who's the guy in the '80s tights? Like, what's going on there? Like, is that Mojo Raw? I could not tell. It was all <laughs> my eyes were fucking shot. So I, uh, I have to put on. Well, I, I call them my cheaters. I have mm -hmm. to wear glasses to, to see anything on television in my living room because I can't see detail from that far away. So, like, okay. if there's anything print or, like I said, the detail of the like, because Kevin of a Dunn, generic face. Uh, well, that's the thing. Like, also, Kevin Dunn's like camera direction, as we've mm -hmm. all said over the past year. I don't know if the man's doing meth in the booth. Asthmatic. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, whoo, whoo, you know, everything is mm -hmm. cutting. A, a, a WWE televised production now is, has the editing of Batman v Superman. It is just cut, 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 cut. It is all like you can't focus Yuck. on anything. So anyway, I couldn't tell who that was. And then at one point they're like, oh, it's Austin Theory. And I'm like, first of all, is there anyone left in NXT at this point besides Rick Steiner's kid? 
Like, hey, do not do not besmirch the good name of Bron Breaker. I, the the only thing the left. There. I, he is and, the only one there. Him and well, Dextrucity's there, right? <laughs> <laughs> him and Chomp are the only ones left in NXT. Everyone that was any good that I, that I had any interest in on that show is now on the main roster. So yeah, there's Austin Theory just chilling. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, and then Bobby Lashley. Uh, and then you T-Pack, think Austin Theory will survive 2021? No, no, sir. Uh, and then, no, they'll cut him, you know, because this company that made record profits still has to do budget cuts. Although, um, although I'll bring something up a little bit later as a resolution to a plot line here that happened on Raw. But anyway, continue on. Uh, team uh, SmackDown was led by Braveheart, Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, who's 100 years old, King Bush, Happy Carbon, who we've already talked about, and God <laughs> help me, Seamus. Like, of all the people they haven't cut, Oof. they still hang on to Seamus. Seamus is quality. Um, all right, so no. the way this went, Kevin Owens fucked off and left and went to AEW. Um, <laughs> is he, is I bet he, he did. Is, is he actually leaving? I mean, I, I mean, that's the only news that's in wrestling right now. Is like, yeah, it is. Hey, it is. Um, this person tweeted something, so I bet they're leaving. Like, I don't think his contract's up for a couple of months, but I, mm-hmm. I would imagine if you're not six five and full of muscles and twenty five years old. And 25 years old, you're gone from that company by hook or by crook. Um, even listen, even the AEW fans, Sheehan, are starting to turn the turn the head on the WWE castaways. I mean, even I mean, CM Punk after like the coming yeah. of Jesus. Yeah. Boy, did they come very close to turning on him at that at that pay-per-view. Like he is he is like one bad applause away from being a total heel. It's right. insane, isn't it? I feel like yes. I, I slept through this. You know, I slept through the whole, uh, hey, everybody's there. And it's like, but nobody's special anymore. No, okay. <laughs> You're right. Exactly. So, so, yeah. So Kevin Owens just left. Um, and I, I don't know what the story is behind that or like what, what how Do that fits a larger narrative. Not really. I'm just recounting Is he a heel or a face? Who knows? Um, yeah. Finn Balor eliminated Happy Corbin. Uh, Bobby Lashley eliminated King Woods. Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. Bret Hart Lex Lugard themselves out. Uh, Sheamus eliminated Finn Balor. Austin Theory eliminated Sheamus in the one cool thing he did in this match. Jeff Hardy then eliminated Austin Theory, negating that. And Seth Rollins then then eliminated 100-year-old Jeff Hardy, and he was the <laughs> sole survivor. Oh, my God. Raw. Recapping it is about as much I have to say about this match, Sheehan. It was, mm-hmm. it was just a match. You know, we have the one traditional Survivor Series match a year, sure. right? Right. It used to be the entire card was full of them. Then it was mm-hmm. like, okay, we have two or three or four. Now it's just we have the one men's and one women's because right. it's not about it's not about feuds anymore. It's about brand supremacy. We have one match, and we still have to do the damn double countout bullshit. <laughs> well, in defense of that, Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley actually were feuding. They just well, sure, them sure. Off the I, I mean, I. I remember they were feuding like in January. (laughs) (laughs) They were right. That's when he won. That's when Lashley took the belt, right? I I think um, I want to say Drew McIntyre took on Bobby Lashley at Crown Jewel, and Bobby Lashley. No, it was Big E. Sorry, it was Big E. Okay, Drew McIntyre. Whatever. Um, But yes, uh, Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre were feuding at the beginning of the year, and so they're still going. And uh, that's WWE for you. It's true. It's true because they cut everybody else. So they mm. got to do something. Feuds but, don't uh, die. They multiply. They do. They do. So <laughs> I, I, I thought that was a cop out, especially when you could see mm-hmm. it coming from a mile away. 
Right. It's like, oh, they both went out. Oh, here's, okay, here we go. Here's the thing here's about the count out thing. It's so inconsistent because it's like you got you can be on if you're brawling, you can be ringside for an hour and a half. Sure. Brawling through that crowd. And the and the referee's going, one. Then they stub their toe. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Negative Distracted. Five. Yeah. They're like Mr. Perfect at the end of WrestleMania 10. Um oh. looking around the ring. <laughs> like, but you know, when they wanted to recount that, it you know, it's the referee from the boxing match between Daffy Duck and Elmer Fudd. One, five, six, seven, ten. You're out. <laughs> what are we doing here? A little consistency would be nice. Anyway, you were saying. Um, yeah, I, pff, what else is there to say? Really, All this right. was uh this was a this was underwhelming, and I mean, it's going to be because it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. We, we saw Sheamus and 100-year-old Jeff Hardy team up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, well, they, weren't they just like, didn't he just drive a car into a trailer or a train <laughs> or something and say that Jeff did it when he was drunk? Right. Um, and, and and to quote whoever, whichever, was it Jimmy, who, who was our guy here? Who's our new announcer? Jimmy Brooks? Oh, Jimmy? Pat McAfee. Oh, Harry my God. Michael, Michael. Was it called? Pat, okay, so the one is guy Jimmy is Smith, Pat, Jimmy, the ball dude. Oh, uh, him from Bellator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Oh well, I mean, like he, I think he said something along the lines of like that that the Jeff Hardy and Sheamus thing was the most um, like personal and bloodthirsty feud in WWE history. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I disagree. <Perfect>. Um, but <laughs> to see them to see them partnering up, and then you have Sheamus turn on. It's like it was just. I haven't watched in months, and I haven't missed anything. We're still in repeats. <laughs> Holy Christ! Is that Hogan and Savage? What year am I in? Uh, I don't know. I mean, this is this is Nitro, nineteen ninety-seven. I'm expecting an NWO run-in to, to end the show. <laughs> it's the same thing over and over again. Yeah, Bailey, but, this five on. Oh, I'm not sorry. great. No, okay. no, you're good. <laughs> Bailey, go ahead. I used to swear and explain to people why I love Survivor Series so much because of the five on five matches, eliminator style, getting people, you know, uh, getting people to go over that normally don't go over to get people pinned who don't normally get pinned or beaten or submitted. I give that up officially this, this time I, I, I have no, no reason to defend the Survivor Series anymore. I am over it, over it because I'm telling you right now, Countouts, for example, mm-hmm. if you watch AEW, like if you had a countout, that's considered an absolute disgrace on your show. Like right. WWE has had hundreds, and AEWs may have had one since its exi- one or two since its existence. It's just something that's frowned upon. And using these cheap shortcuts throughout this entire match is is just mind blowing. Now, here's what here's why I think there's a big difference. When we started watching Survivor Series back in the day. There was a reason for the most part, especially in the early two, why people were lined up on each team. There were feuds, you know what I mean? When Honky Tonk Man got into the ring with Ricky Steamboat, it meant something. My God, this guy took my Intercontinental title away. You know what I mean? It meant something. Randy Savage, Hulk Hogan teaming up against, um, you know, you know, the mega powers going against the big... Yeah, yeah, all all these different things. Like, things meant something. And, you know, you'd had a couple castaways there who were going to job out early. You know, always did have that stuff. But for the most part, there was a sense of story and purpose. This whole brand thing doesn't mean anything. And I think that's the entire thing why Survivor Series doesn't work anymore, because nothing matters. Nothing matters. And I, I didn't like it at all. I thought this was a waste of time. And to have Seth Rollins be the sole survivor, shoot me in the head. 
well, not for the to, second year in a row, right? N- Jesus, not, not to incur the wrath of Robert Winfrey on social media, but this is why I said, without any other knowledge, admittedly, because uh, I understood the point that he made after the fact. But um, when I suggested, why don't they just have Seth Rollins win the Royal Rumble and wrestle Biggie at Wrestle at you know night one of WrestleMania? He's a, yeah, he's already number one contender. Well, that's what he told me, but I was like, okay, one, I didn't know that. Two, like, I don't understand why you would have Seth Rollins when when survive the, the big Survivor Series matchup if you're not going to give him a big push. And he's a good, consistent guy that you can have mess up Big E and have like, you know, like, what is is what is Big E supposed to do between now and WrestleMania? Like, who else is on that roster that they've not crushed the soul out of it? You know, you know, or any audience interest in? Besides Seth Rollins, and that was my only point. It's not like I'm a big Seth Rollins fan. I'm not a fan of any of these people anymore. But <laughs> let's just you can't, yeah. you, yeah, you can't but... invest in these people anymore because tomorrow there's going to be a thing on on Meltzer's uh, site saying that they've been cut. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. Okay, you I'm, I'm looking at who's on you know who's on that team, right? Mm-hmm. So so you don't like Seth Rollins. So you have Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Austin Theory, and Bobby Lashley. I mean. They just did Bobby Lashley versus Big E. We need to move on from that. Um, we'll talk about it in a moment, but you have Omos, who won the Battle Royal, who's a... Who's, oh, my God. Okay, still go ahead. on Raw. Um, you have, you know, any combination of Randy Orton and Matt Riddle, uh, and then that's it. You're out of people who are on... You know, my point is, like, clearly you want somebody currently who was just on your pay-per-view who you can push... You know, get them rolling into a feud with Big E. Of the people I just named, besides maybe almost, is there anyone that you would want to see wrestle Big E that would be interesting? That might you know be something new to wa- new to watch? No, the answer for you. The answer is no. Pat McAfee. Pat, yeah, I would buy Pat. <laughs> I would change my mind about having to sit through two <laughs> nights of WrestleMania if Pat McAfee would just run over Big E, Roman oh, yeah. Reigns. <laughs> I, just, I want him to be, it'll be my second Looney Tunes reference of the evening. I want him to be like Bugs Bunny in the baseball game. And now, on first base, Pat McAfee. Playing catch-up, Pat McAfee. Pitch-up, Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee. I wanted him to do, do, match. do three different voices and just do the commentary himself. <laughs> he was on the verge of doing that, I'll tell you that, this the time. Mul- the multiple he was hyped. Of- the multiple faces of Pat McAfee would be amazing. Just to, just have him come out in different gimmicks. All right. Um, so we'll just this, come out with him, but just with different names. This joke about Pat McAfee was brought to you as Bugs Bunny was brought to you by Grammarly. Grammarly, a few listeners of TV Party Tonight on Rattled and Broadcasting Network, brought to you by W2M, is offering a free download of the Grammarly software. Grammarly's AI-powered products help people communicate more effectively. Grammarly helps you write mistake-free on Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and nearly anywhere else you write on the web. Grammarly corrects hundreds of grammar, punctuation, and spelling mistakes while also catching contextual errors, improving your vocabulary, and suggesting style improvements. To download Grammarly today, go to getgrammarly.com slash W2M network. Again, it's getgrammarly.com slash W2M network to download Grammarly for free. All right. Also, to get Christian back, we had to accept some Saudi money. So we are also sponsored by the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. All right. So for people who are watching on Twitch or YouTube or Facebook, you can comment in on the show um, and explain to me why it shouldn't be Seth Rollins, but only if you can come up with a better answer. Okay. There's only one. <laughs> and and Destrucity? No, oh, Pat McAfee. That's Pat the only McAfee, better right. If you can come up with a better answer than Pat McAfee or mm-hmm. Seth Rollins, I will take your <laughs> comment. Oh, we got one. And it's 
We all know Tony Khan is sponsoring this. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. TV party tonight is So then we are still getting Saudi money. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. God damn it. Oh, man. Well done, Sheehan. <laughs> <laughs> Moving I, on. I wanted to. I wanted to. Before we get out of the five-on-five match here, I did want yes. to uh, cite an anniversary. Um, okay. Two years ago was the day that Keith Lee was made at Survivor Series. Right. Wow. And look! Look at how good he's doing now. He's great. The Bearcat. <laughs> the Bearcat. You know that does that does remind me. There is. There is. I have a third option. Okay. So here, if you're watching us on YouTube or Twitch or Facebook. And you don't like Pat McAfee, and you don't like Seth Rollins. Here's a third option: Walter. Walter. He still has a job. He still hasn't been cut. He Ooh. wasn't me tooed. He he wasn't yes nowed. He wasn't. <laughs> 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 where did you get yes now? Where where did that come from? That's a that's a Newfoundland saying. If someone is like getting on with stupidity or something, someone will say yes now. You know what I mean? What does that mean in the USA? Put it into context. So, yes, words. the last thing I saw was that <laughs> um, Walter going against the grain, running up the down staircase, was not being cut, but was, in <laughs> fact, moving to the United States to be on the main roster. Oh. And so we get. So here's the thing. If we are building towards Walter versus Big E, and I don't like to do the mindless speculation that you get on uh, every other podcast, but we are talking about like if not Seth Rollins, then who? Hulk Hogan. Other than Pat Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> I will Ultimate take the ghost Warrior. of the Ultimate Warrior. Sure. Um, but if you don't like those five, Ravishing Recruit. <laughs> okay, we have another suggestion. Uh oh, Bob Holly. There you go. Um, Bob Holly's the guy who he, I mean, he main evented WrestleMania twenty already. This is true. It's true. He, he, he made Triple H tap out. I'm running out of time today. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Walter, moving on. And and not only so Walter, but also... So, Loki. Moving on. Um, <laughs> Senshi? <laughs> that's it. Kaval? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll just wait till you're done. Let me know when you're finished. <laughs> Johnny Gargano. Uh, let's let's put Johnny uh, Angel Garza. Um, does he still work here? Yes, Johnny, he does. I so help me God if Johnny Gargano makes the main roster and gets pushed against Big E, Jim Cornette will shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be the that'll be the second assassination to happen in Texas. That I'm is thinking, so funny. I'm thinking that Johnny Gargano will be moved up to the main roster, and then three days later be fired. I hope Johnny Johnny Organo. <laughs> oregano Johnny oregano um all right moving on so this is where the whole pay-per-view just lost me like after this i kind of until after this oh my god yeah you had more I, patience I than i did i was into the first two matches proper i was into the women and i was into the the five on five at least as far as like oh what's happening here i actually like some of these people and i'm interested to see what they're doing with them when we got to the battle royal is when I went to my computer and started promoting podcasts and you know doing social media stuff. So oh, I knew, this was so bad. So this was the Rock's 25th anniversary, 20 man, 25 man dual branded battle royal of which he did not show up for the entire pay per view. But boy, was his face not plastered even, all not over. Not even it. by satellite. No, not no, even he, a tweet. Couldn't what even happened like, here? Couldn't even spend in a pre-packaged thing. And yes, it was in fact sponsored by Red Notice, which. Um, for Christian's purposes, Red Notice is a movie. 
Oh, <laughs> I thought they were promoting a match. No, 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 no. Red Note is oh. the movie. Oh, um, my God. Don't encourage them. Battle for the Egg. Currently streaming on Netflix, starring Dwayne Johnson, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot. And that's oh. why, other than The Rock, that we reviewed. Yes, Jesus Christ. Yes, we reviewed Red Notice on Damn You Hollywood a week ago. Anyway, moving on. I was I, it, That was my initial return to wrestling here, was seeing that, that promo. <laughs> oh, my God. And uh, as as my wife would say, scalofrios, which is a uh, goosebumps, but more in the cringe variety. It's like <laughs> kind of a <laughs> one of those. Oh God! I mean, this is like it's my it's a lot. It's a Does lot. Anyone have it's anything to say about this battle royal that almost won? Oh, I mean, listen! Nobody so it's, it's sponsors the hut. Yes, it's sponsored by Pizza Hut. So the entire mm-hmm. match was centered around a Pizza Hut promotion, similar mm-hmm. to the. Uh, Army of the Dead thing with uh, did you miss the Army of the Dead thing where they had zombies attack? She ended. Were you around? Okay. Yes, when oh, zombies yeah. ate the Miz. So similar, similar thing. They're trying to incorporate, you know, sponsorships into the match. So they had to have like the street prophets come out and throw pizza into the crowd, and they Which battled over the pizza. I think that's what yeah. I what the hell? I think I, real quick. I think that's when I walked away. I, like I fast forwarded again after the end of the five on five. I fast forwarded, mm-hmm. and then when I stopped it. The street profits were like mimicking talking with the pizza boxes. They were oh like, "Oh, God. pizza!" Hut, like and pulling yeah. the boxes out. And I'm like, "I'm done." <laughs> oh, it was <laughs> bad. That's when I walked away. I'm like, "I have podcasts I have to promote. I'm gonna just have this on in the background." And so they use this as a as a mechanism to propel Omos, which is one of the worst wrestlers they have right now. And they even had this defining moment. One of the it's it's one of Christian's moments, which I'm sure he'll get into in a minute, uh, where Commander Aziz stood, you know, head to head. I know Aziz. You know, he was straight. Yeah. Commander Aziz, fresh off of Raw Underground. I was going to say, uh, stress- Raw Underground represent here. Yeah. <laughs> right? And that was the big moment in this pay-per-view, but this this was terrible. Oh, my God. Never mm-hmm. do this again, WWE. Bad, bad, bad. And listen, if someone threw fucking pizza on me, you're getting it back. <laughs> That's all I'm telling you. I mean, the dry cleaning costs alone, right? I mean, yes. it's just irresponsible. Jesus. Yeah. And, and those Pizza Hut pizzas have very dense crusts. How, how much would you? Bread? How much would you pay to get the street profits in a room alone to pound the piss out of them? How how much? <laughs> I mean, of all the people I want, I want to beat up in professional wrestling right now. The street profits are not high on that list, but I guess I who is high? Who is number one? Who do I want to beat the piss out of? Most oh, of Seth Rollins! Give give me ten minutes. Well, a fan tried to do that last night on Raw, but that's another thing. I think if I had to narrow it down to at least one person, probably Cody Rhodes right now. There you hey. go. I, it's like yeah. I never missed a beat. <laughs> she, Sheehan would agree to that. The only oh, thing is that yeah. the rest of the world agrees with Chris Sheehan all of a sudden. I know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm an early bloomer here. I feel like <laughs> we're not talking about the match. We've talked about everything, but it's time to just move this on. Correct. So, correct. Um, another one that I just kind who, of caught. Who is a, there was go somebody ahead. in this match that... Uh, not the command. Was it Baba Tunde or Booby Tunde? That was Baba. That was Baba Tunde. That's Commander Aziz. <laughs> oh, that's Aziz. Then who's the that's other Tunde? Boba Brazil. Man. Oh, you're talking about the the, the giant, um, uh, the the, the the Indian guy. Yes. Okay. He was on um, Superstar Spectacle. Yes. That's the one. Yes. That's him. That yeah. Awful. Okay. He's still awful. Yeah, and our truth did uh, do something. 
moderately. Yes, yeah, Shanky. Yeah. Shanky, yep. Uh, Art Truth did something moderately funny, so he's still uh, – I'm happy he's still there. Oh, yeah, I me too. If, uh, me too. If Art Truth left, I'd just be – I'd be done. I, I'd probably do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's your measuring stick, folks. It is. It is. I mean, our, uh, if our truth. truth left, yeah, you know what? There's an our truth era, and mm-hmm. I think that's going to be sad when that ends. Yeah, it's true. RK Bro with their porn stashy mustaches uh, for the zillionth time in a champion versus champions tag team brand supremacy match, and they Ooh. beat them in 15 minutes. Um, on my kid's life, I couldn't tell you anything about this match except that. I saw on Twitter that the RK, RKO on one of the Usos off the top rope looked pretty damn cool. So I looked yep. for that, and they were right. It was, you know, it was it was a nice RKO. You know, uh, nothing special. Just we've seen it a million times already. Yeah, this, this match has been rehashed way too many times. They're yeah. intermixed. They're they're in you know indifferential between themselves. You don't you don't have a clue where one match ends and one match begins. There's there's no, I don't know. Yeah, terrible. It was and, a good, good finish. Is, to a, is Randy ever going to be able whatever. to grow in the sides of his beard? <laughs> Randy's not okay. Leave him alone. Um, <laughs> is, is he on estrogen? That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, why the last Randy. Um, mm. All right. Anyway, anything else about this? Because I don't. Does anyone care at this point? Like this again, match? I, no. I don't want to keep repeating mm. the same thing, but it's like, was there anything about the Usos and RK Bro that's worth talking about? No. Okay. There's right. there's nothing there's there's no stakes there's no you know it was this the same match again rights. yeah not even right. any bragging rights because we've seen it so many times it's like okay you beat us on one night well now were you <laughs> was was anyone keeping count of, of which brand was ahead at this point normally I would be this time I just I didn't care you Raw couldn't tell me if, if 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 Raw was up ten to one or Raw who knows swept. no they talked about it that Raw swept every single match because Roman Reigns was going to win big at the end. But that's right. that's what happened okay. is that Raw Raw ran the table until we got to the main event. Um, right. And uh, and again, that was a lot of it's so funny. Like I remember more for like Twitter's feedback from the night because again, I was on Twitter and I was kind of seeing. I was trying to get away from spoilers for what that's worth. Um, but uh, I I was I was doing stuff related to the podcast on Twitter and I couldn't get away from Survivor Series spoilers. And there was a lot of people complaining that why is SmackDown losing every single match on here? Yes. Um, Robert Winfrey with the uh, who's <laughs> who unfortunately ha- gets paid to watch SmackDown and write for 411 about it is giving us uh, uh, his observations here. He says Nakamura beat Priest in the pre-show and Roman won the main event. So apparently Nakamura is on SmackDown. Oh, and, and I think Priest turned heel, right? Like he he broke Boogs's guitar and then <laughs> and then hit everybody. He did the world guitar. a favor, Chris. He did the world a favor. Oh, That's man, a I face like... turn. That's a face move. I mean, All right, Boogs's guitar. I, I R.I.P. So in this. <laughs> In the women's five on five, there was actually some stuff to talk about here as far as like people actually having a feud. Um, so Bianca Belair, I guess, bounced over from SmackDown over to Raw, and she was the captain, I guess, of the Raw team with Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Queen Zelina. A couple of observations here. Yeah, um, Rhea Ripley. Ugh. Go ahead. <laughs> so Zelina, <laughs> so my wife pointed that out to me. She's really, really funny. Um, 
they're all like talking crap to each other. They're all yelling at each other from across the ring, trying to like recreate that NXT War Games moment, I guess. And Queen Zelina, Queen, so Sheehan at Crown Jewel, right, was the finals of the King of the Ring. They also okay. did like a Queen of the Ring tournament, oh. which uh, which Zelina Vega won. That explains and, why she was Queen Zelina, huh? Correct. Okay. And so there, so all the girls are jaw jacking at each other, but there's Queen Zelina just doing the Diana wave. Like, like not participating in it at all, like maintaining Queen's composure. It's really funny. Um, also, my wife and I were talking about like Rhea Ripley, and I had to like show her pictures of when Rhea Ripley went was blonde when she was first in you know at the performance center and everything, and how much different she looked. But like, I guess because of who else Rhea Ripley has wrestled, I never noticed it before until last night. How much broader she is than every other woman there, like huge shoulders. Every other woman on that roster looks just like a normal girl, like a normal hot girl. Rhea Ripley actually, Rhea Ripley actually looks like a big boned, like athletic female. Mm-hmm. The only other one that even comes close is Bianca Belair, who is like just crazy muscular. Sure, like Bianca Belair is in like super duper shape. But even like I think if you stripped down Bianca Belair, or, like stripped her of her muscles, she wouldn't quite have the bone structure and stature of Rhea Ripley. Like you look at her back, which was really p- prominently featured in the outfit that she was wearing. Holy Christ. Her shoulders go from Los Angeles to New York. Yeah. It is crazy how broad she is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, when I, when that is all I remember from this match, that tells you a lot about it. Um, but the, <laughs> the other thing was you had, uh, you had Bianca Belair from, you remember WrestleMania, Bianca Belair and um, Sasha Banks. Sasha. Um, main event that I think it was night one of yeah. WrestleMania. So, and then beyond, and then Sasha Banks, take a drink. Um, if you if uh, every time you hear the words Sasha Banks injured herself because she's 90 pounds and made of tissue, <laughs> so she's back from injury and she's picking up her feud where it left off with Bianca Belair. So, there was at least some history between the two of them in this, and so yeah. that brings us to the SmackDown team of Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler. Shotzi, uh, my kid lost her last name, huh? Yep, he go to the main roster, lose your last name. Natalia, who was a hundred years old, and the Mm -hmm. and Tony Storm, who I also want to talk about this. Um, (laughs) Sasha Banks, Sasha Banks, aka Roger the Alien from American Dad, who I shared that with my wife, uh, that night, and (laughs) that one of our friends thinks that Sasha Banks looks like Roger the Alien, and she's like, Wow, now I can't unsee that. Um, who that is, you'd have to watch. Uh, American Dad. In any case, the other observation, I don't know how far back you remember this, but Chris Bailey and I were talking about how Tony Storm like, I don't know, a couple months ago, like for some, had looked like she put on some weight but it only went to her thighs. Like she was like yeah. turkey thighs there for a while. I was there for that. Yeah. yeah okay. That. You were there for turkey thighs. I was. She's down. Yes. She, her, her, yes. her thighs look proportionate to the rest of her body now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so <laughs> now, now that I've got all that out of the way, what yeah. did you think of the match, Ian? Um, it was a match. Uh, who, oh, uh, yeah, I mean, this was like uh, the other moment. Um, mm. we 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 cut the entire raw team down to one person, mm-hmm. and then that one person comes back and beats everybody. Yeah, I mean, it was <laughs> Bianca, which is great, right? Um, I guess nobody likes Sasha because they caused her to get counted out. Or did they just distract her enough to get knocked out? I don't remember. Um, I know her own team went against her. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Shotzi lost her name. 
Tony lost her thighs. I miss Shotzi coming out on the tank. Like I remember when she was in the, I think it was either the tag team or the war games match and everybody showed up on the tank. That was the like, war games was a cool match. moment. Yeah, yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Uh, but, apparently Sasha and Shotzi just started feuding over hair color. I'm guessing one's got blue hair. The other one's got green hair and there can be only one weird hair colored gal. Yeah, tensions are high between the <laughs> sure. green hair and the blue hair. It's, 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 true. it's true. All right, Bailey. Um, I'm glad you're still with us. You're with us oh, yes. for a little bit. What'd you think of this match? It's five on five extravaganza. Brother, this was rough. This is about as rough as you could get for a uh, Survivor Series match. I mean, sloppiness. They seemed like they were out of sync. They had an entire, like, you had Carmella starting this thing out. And, I mean, you talk about, you know, you don't know who they're pushing. What, why are they pushing Zelina Vega? What, you know, what's the reason this match is happening? I don't know. And, uh, you know, I was absolutely disgusted with this one. I couldn't wait to get it off my screen. You had people like Natalia who serves zero, zero purpose for being in these rings. You know what I mean? Like a lot of these people, with the exception of, I mean, they're trying to build Bianca back up after crucifying her uh, at SummerSlam. And I, I think I'm over her too. I don't want to see her skip to the ring. Oh, this was just so much I don't want to see anymore. All right, Thumbs down. Are they, are they pushing Zelina so hard now to get, like, to get like bygones be bygones for the whole unionization thing? Is that what they're doing here? Is that, I, last I remember, she was canned for saying, I like unions. Probably not even realizing what a union is. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Bailey, you got anything? I don't know anything about the union thing. Well, she All said right. that she supports unions, and then she got canned like the next day. And then they brought her back, and it was like a big to-do. Yeah, and, uh, I, I remember I remember the facts of what you're talking about. Hmm. I don't know much beyond that. All right, in our uh, main event... Um, one of the only other matches anyone ever cared about. At a little over 20 minutes, we have champion versus champion, Roman Reigns versus Big E, and Roman Reigns beats him clean as a sheet, and Roman Reigns continues his un, uh, unforgiving, dominating winning streak, and just fucking beat him flat. No, no, no crazy. So the last couple of months, you know, it was like, they uh Roman Reigns would beat Edge, right? And then John Cena shows up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that builds to the next match, and then John Cena goes away, and, and Brock John Cena gets up. beat, and Brock comes back, and then they feud again, and then um he's not quite done with Brock, you know, there there's shenanigans afoot. So him and Brock will probably come back together at the Royal Rumble, presumably. Um, but you know, he has this match with Big E. And he beats him clean as a sheet, and Brock's not there, and there's nobody else there, and The Rock doesn't show up, and it's just nothing. And everyone, and I think that, like the feedback I saw on Twitter was this was not a great Survivor Series, and I, I don't, I'm not as hard on it as everybody else. I think for the most part, what I saw was about average for the WWE. They, you know, some fairly solid wrestling, and because again, I don't watch the weekly show, I I can tolerate a lot of what they do because I won't, I have, I have forgotten everything I saw the previous month. So it's all kind of still fresh to me. Um, it wasn't as good as crown jewel, um, which was really, really good, but you know, it was okay. But I think a lot of people are shitting on this because this had, this has a really flat ending with Roman Reigns going over a guy who just got the title, just started getting a big push and nobody showed up at the end to send everyone home happy. It's just like, Oh, the bad guy won. We'll see you at day one. 
They did so much to promote The Rock. It just came out of nowhere that they didn't use it. I don't understand. Um, That's true. So, by the way, Robert Winfrey says, Vega was vocal about wanting collective bargaining. WWE got pissed and cut her. She came back, then a week later, her husband got fired. (laughs) (laughs) By hook or by crook, they'll get you. Yep. So that's yeah. my thoughts on the pay per view at large. Like I said, solid match. It's just you know, they, I think Roman Reigns and Biggie mixed up well together, and I thought they had a solid wrestling match. But it was all, but solid is also a nice way of saying nondescript, Ian. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I think the right guy won. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Biggie cashed in the money in the bank to win the belt, right? Correct. Did yes. he do it like as a, like a sneak attack sort of thing, like an advantageous win, or did no? He it was straight up. He he won it honorably. Okay. Okay, so so it's not like he lucked himself into it. So mm-hmm. um, I still think Rain should have won. Um, I, I watched this like Mark did the next day because I, I tried watching it the night of and was like, nope, I'm not doing this. I'm not. I can't rewind. I'm not waiting until it's over. So I did it the next day, and as the show was coming to an end, I saw that there was still like four or five minutes left. Right on the uh, on the little time allotment on on the cock, right? Mm-hmm. And I figured, okay, someone's coming out. Someone's got to come out. Reigns to win this decisively to just like basically just put Biggie into the ground. Mm-hmm. There has to be something here. It's it's Survivor right. Series. That's when we usually start building the mania. That's usually when there's like the hint that, okay, this is our direction. Right. We heard earlier in the show that Brock's suspension wasn't forever. I, I, I missed him getting suspended in the first place, but I guess he's not suspended forever anymore. So right. I thought maybe he'd come out. They've been promoting the hell out of the rock and his his egg the whole damn show. He doesn't show up. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, I'm thinking like, okay, well, I, I know Strowman was supposed to start at uh, TNA, but then that fell through. So maybe he's coming back. I thought something was going to happen. I mean, God help us. Goldberg, he's still around, right? But nothing. Nothing. Absolutely flat. And it was just... Just Roman winning, putting on his uh, his chili pepper necklace <laughs> and walking away. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Very, very underwhelming. Yeah. Like I was. So we're, we're doing this uh, Mania WrestleMania series and uh, we're up to WrestleMania 10 now. And, you know, look, the bad, the good guys don't always win in the end. But the WWE always had a habit of doing something at the end of the show to send the crowd home, the crowd home happy. Yeah. And I'm not entirely sure what they something thought, to talk about. Right. What they thought here i mean they've done it before with other events like when roman was feuding with kevin owens you know roman beat him but they had just had a hell of a match and they beat the piss out of each other and there was handcuffs and nonsense and Mm -hmm. whatever um but then like i said then there was that run of like people showing up at the end of the show to be like oh my god tune in tomorrow yeah you know that was a big part of the attitude era right was every Mm pay-per-view ended with an oh my god tune in monday and you did because you were like holy the pay-per-views were commercials for raw Right. It was the other yep. way around. Yeah. And and here, like, there was nothing leaving you hanging at the end of this because they're not going to, Big E and Roman Reigns aren't going to continue to feud. Big yeah. E's going to go to Raw yeah. and wrestle Seth Rollins or Pat McAfee or Ooh, the totally. Ghost of the Ultimate Warrior, mm-hmm. you know, and Roman Reigns will go back to SmackDown to, to wrestle Brock. And you're like, what was the, like, so AEW, by the way, Christian, AEW is a wrestling mm-hmm. program on TNT. Uh, owned by the guy that owns the Jaguar, the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are a football team. I thought that was a basketball team. 
I, no. I know. I know that the. Uh, I know that the guy who is uh, the guy who's spending his daddy's money on it has yes. like one of the most punchable faces on the planet. That's him. That's <laughs> the, the very same. Okay. Um, okay. They do these special episodes of Dynamite that are basically like the old Clash of the Champions or like mini okay. pay per views or like the NXT, you know, yeah, Halloween like Havoc dealies. Yeah. Right. This Survivor Series felt like one of those. Like this should have been a very special episode of Raw. Not a not a monthly pay per view special event. There was sure. nothing. I agree. You know, um, like in the past, they've the, the King of the Ring is they've done it so many different ways. Like they would do it on Raw, or they would do it. You know, they oh it, they would use that as filler sometimes. Yeah, it's, yeah. You know, or as like a special network event. Like it's it, the early days of the network. I don't know if you guys remember this. They were doing. They would air like house shows basically. You yeah. know, yeah, absolutely. Teams. Even some like international tours, like right. they had, uh, you know, Brock Lesnar in Japan. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was it right. was great stuff. I think when mm-hmm. like I, Finn Balor, I think beat um, Kevin, Kevin Owens, Owens for yeah. the title. It was in NXT. Japan. Yep. Yeah, and it was on one of those house shows. Like mm-hmm. this was that level. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if that. I can't disagree. If that. If yep. That. Yeah, so. I mean, even the uh, even the production values here, mm-hmm. like they would do like the uh, like someone would go out of the ring and they would do like that pan back. Mm-hmm. And I was expecting Michael Cole to say Raw rolls on after this. Right. You know, it's like, but it's a pay-per-view. Why are we why are we still using the same old hackneyed production values from a TV show? This is special. This is different. Right. Something we're paying to see. And if you're not going to make it special, then don't like don't run don't, it. <laughs> don't do the Survivor Series then. Yeah. Call it ham sandwich. Call it great balls of fire. Call it something else. It doesn't really what, matter at this what point. What did they do? What did, they did bragging rights uh, yeah. back in the day. Just oh my God. Bragging, How generic. Exactly. Honestly, I mean, didn't we have like a would... fatal four way pay per view once? <laughs> oh my God. We well, did. Yeah. Yeah. I, if you're, if uh, these, like I said, Crown Jewel felt special. First of all, there was like 97 gimmick matches on Crown Jewel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the month before that was Extreme Rules. And Chris and I talked about how there was like maybe one or two gimmicks on, on Extreme Rules. It wasn't quite as extreme. Mm-hmm. My point, like even like SummerSlam felt somewhat special. Like if yeah. you're going to do these monthly events, you really got to pick them up and make them something uh, memorable about it. Yeah, because this one was without, you know, we talk about the moments. This mm-hmm. one was without moments altogether. Yeah, this was momentless. This momentless. was a four to almost five hour episode of either one of the, the shows, which is not mm-hmm. supposed to be. So Bailey, from 1995. Bailey, I'm going to give you the last word here. Anything else left to say about Roman Reigns versus Big E or the show, or if you want to talk um, about that, back me some more. I think I'm going to echo what you guys said. I mean, you talk about, you know, th- there was nothing really to come out of this. I, I too was waiting for something to happen. I mean, the build was on, the buzz was on that the rock was going to make an appearance in some form or fashion, or that Brock was going to return. There was a buzz in the air. It never delivered. And I think that's where the, the competition is going to get himself in trouble. Cause you know what I mean? Every single week they, they are, ha- they're hanging their hat on somebody's going to show up. Somebody's going to show up and the WWE are very carefully not making that mistake because guess what? The competition is going to run out of who's going to show up. Who's next. It, that is the, you know, the tires or the air is going to come out of the tires on that little theme super super fast so you know the, the match itself was solid enough i will say that but one thing we neglected to talk about was vince mcmahon who looks like his face got stung by bees i don't know what the hell is going on with that face he's a thousand years old leave him and alone pink, no man lips. he's got botox so bad like his bottom of his face is contorted and anyway he had this egg and the egg went missing and he put a almost like a bounty on it and the person who uh you know the person who Yes, it was a hundred million dollars. And later on, and I'll pay this off. 
later on, on an episode of raw, the very next night, he said, the person who brings him the egg, which of course, Sammy Zayn was the guy who found out exactly who had the egg. And it ended up being your man, the guy you were making fun of earlier, uh, in the show, Austin Theory brought the egg back, and now he gets a shot. Oh, boy. boy. Amazing. Mm, yeah, this was disappointment. That's I want to we make talent. Look, the egg. He brought him back the egg. AEW is not perfect, but think about the last two events. So Full Gear, which was just like a week or two ago, yeah, and it finally pays off like a year-long story yeah. between Kenny Omega, the belt collector, and uh, Sad Drunk. Uh, Adam Page. I thought you were talking about Dean Ambrose. No, but, logi- but logical payoffs, Mark. Yes, I know that the other idiot on his website were saying that you know that particular match was a five point five out of five. Five point five out of five. Number one, it wasn't. No. <laughs> Number two, you're biased, and you should be ashamed of yourself selling subscriptions with stupidity like that. But uh, boy, did this do nothing for WWE's cause here at Survivor Series. The this was, was pointless. The point I was trying to make was. The last two events by AEW, which again, not this is not a perfect organization. They don't do everything right. We certainly have our complaints about them. But the last two events ended. The first one ends with a major year-long story being paid off with the good guy winning. The one before that had 92 people show up at the end of the event. People were ripping their own heads off. Okay, At the end of the last match at All Out, Adam, Pay, um, Adam Cole Bebe shows up immediately like kicks whoever whoever was in the, the match of the night at the end and then out comes daniel bryan to make the save like yep. people went yep, home exactly super happy from all out and even i think uh, i think the one before that was double or nothing like i don't remember us having a huge like problem with either so like, but how many like, times can you play that card mark how many times can you go to well, that no, I, who's not, showing up next well i'm not suggesting yeah, they tried that they have to do that every single show i just gave two different examples of how they ended the show differently but sent the crowd home happy they had you know in one show they had a, you know they had the the probably the biggest good guy they have in the company outside of daniel bryan and cm punk beat the biggest heel they have in the company in kenny omega and in the the month before the, the show before that they had two, count them, two big surprises at the end of the show. So my point is, like, if you're compa- if you're doing a side-by-side comparison of AEW to, to WWE and you're trying to figure out why is AEW getting all this buzz and WWE isn't, I just gave you a reason. The reason is AEW tends to create happy buzz at the end of their big shows where people are paying attention to them. And the WWE basically creates a monthly third show that isn't special in any kind of way which is a giant frustration i have i'll let you guys respond to that and we'll get out of here chris well think about this you think you think you would have had like if they were advertising the rock to me you wouldn't have him show up at the pay-per-view obviously but would it kill him to do a video as reigns is walking out the titan tron glows up it's the rock and he basically says i'm i'm looking at you brother i'm looking at you you know what i mean just i don't i don't i tend not to fanboy out these days about anything but how great would it have been how would what kind of a different conversation would have been had the rock just run down there and like rock bottomed uh roman reigns and then got on a rocket ship and took off into space (laughs) <laughs> oh, it would have been unbelievable. But like I said, that's that's fan booking, and that's not where their head is at right now. These are paid shows. Remember, we say it over yeah. and over and over. They're already paid for. There's no reason to spend that cash anymore. Yeah. Christian, you got anything? Um, does uh, Kenny Omega still walk around next to that uh, that boiled hot dog? 
Yes, but he's not walking around anywhere right yep. now. He's taking time off because he has oh. a zillion injuries. Oh, like a zillion knees, back, and everything. You name yeah, he, it. He's busted. Yeah, this dude broke hmm. his glavin. He's got to go in for surgeries. Oh my god, his glavin is busted. Oh, Lordy. Oof, a lot of Michigan. Speak, <laughs> speaking of Glavens, hey, you know what, Christian? It's that time of year, and I remember from the podcast that we used to do in the olden times mm-hmm, that you're mm-hmm. quite the chef around the house. That yes. you, you know, you make the turkey. You're like my friend Tom. You're all Italian and whatnot, and you like to make the uh, the sauces and the wonderful dinners that you told me about. That's right. So yeah. I, I imagine you have music on in the background when you're making these wonderful meals for your family. What kind of music do you listen to these days? I, I usually listen to the dog barking. But um, is that you, Alexis? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hey, no. Um, <laughs> um, I have been listening to a lot of music lately. I, I've uh, when it's not Christmas music, which has been on the uh, serious uh, deals for a few months now. As a matter of fact, have you been listening to Dominic the Donkey, like a good Italian boy? Well, I'm an Irishman. True. I have I have zero <laughs> Italian in me, except in the kitchen. Um, Thank you. Get out of here. <laughs> I, I understand what you're saying. Please let me finish my show. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, yes, uh, you know, when it's when it's not Mariah Carey singing about what she wants for Christmas, uh, I've been listening to uh, the Gin Blossoms a lot lately. Oh, like good good Christian boy yeah. listening to the Gin Blossoms. Until I hear it from you. That's them. If That's you want to be like Chris Sheehan and listen to the Gin Blossoms, but you don't want right to pay back. for it. Yes, sir. And but don't want to pay for it, we have to be giving away a free 30-day trial of the Amazon Music Unlimited service. Uh, if you click the link in the description of this podcast at getamazonmusic.com slash W2M Network, you can stream unlimitedly for free for 30 days. You can listen to all the Jim Blossoms, all the Christmas music, Dominic the Donkey, Mariah Carey, anything you like. Uh, at the end of that 30 days, if you want, you keep it. You pay the monthly fee. If not, you can cancel. No fuss, no muss. It's really a great service. We use it all the time on the Metal Hammer of Doom. It is fan-freaking-tastic. So go ahead and give that a shot. Uh, click the link, get amazonmusic.com slash W2M network. All right. Chris Bailey, please come out of your wind tunnel and <laughs> tell us what's <laughs> going on in your world. <laughs> I'm not in a wind tunnel kind, sir. Uh, <laughs> I will tell you that. Listen, um, I got lots going on. Um, we're trying to get together with Mr. Chris Sheehan, and we're talking about, guess what we're going to do? Everybody's mm. favorite podcast, right, Sheehan? Oh, Westerdays. Everybody. Everybody's favorite podcast. My, see, Sheehan agrees with me. I'm usually the one pitching this to nobody over on the show, but Questerdays will return for episode eight. So we got that in the cooker as well. And uh, then I'm going to ride off into the sunset, like Mark Radler says, to hide deliberately in December. So uh, I, boy, do I got a pressure cooker at work coming. But anyway, I managed to survive. So I may join you boys uh, in December if I could find a closet to hide in or a bathtub to duck in. Who knows? Well, I was going to say christian actually kicked chris bailey through the barbershop window and, uh, <laughs> because Chris he Sheehan, actually jumped through because he's a coward <laughs> chris, the heartbreak kid sheehan will be back and uh listen we got rid of the other guy we put him on a whole other show we're going to keep christian around and as a matter of fact christian and i just the two of us uh we can be, make it if we try we can <laughs> Very good. Well done. We'll be reviewing NXT War Games. Um, oh, I so want to be on that one. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Tuesday, December 7th um, will be the next wrestling review. So go ahead and check that out. Um, if you're like, but what But what about Harry? Harry's not gone. He's just not on these shows anymore. So Harry and I 
we'll be doing a separate one for final battle and beyond wrestling fight forever and that's going to be late night december 12th you go ahead and, and then you're then out. you're doing every episode of raw and uh, nitro are you not everyone um, nope um oh, oh. we need a we need a 75th monday night wars podcast and that's what i told him no hey thing. <laughs> hey harry <laughs> so yeah those are our next two wrestling reviews as near as i can tell plus we've got somewhere in here a mania of wrestlemania that we'll be doing at some point so um w2mnet.com for all your the podcasts here my stuff sean garmer stuff eric watkins stuff to talk the keki that wrestling show it's all there we're on every podcatcher we're on youtube we stream live on twitch w2mnet.com christian you hey. have a podcast. You're like all X-lapsed and shit. I am. I am. And I just finally got my microwave. We've been waiting for this microwave since July. <laughs> Fantastic. And, uh, it's here. It's finally here. What's the first thing you're going to make in your microwave? Is it a burrito? Tell I'm me it's a burrito. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I might take my uh, my home warranty paperwork, put it in there, and just cook that. <laughs> a, hey, hey, Fidelity uh, home warranty, suck my dick. Um, <laughs> Well, there goes our monetization. Uh, hey, sorry, sorry. Um, suck my, uh, my uh, <laughs> podcast. That's what I do. That's yes. what I do every single day. There's a new show at Chris's on Infinite Earths.com, Chris and Reggie.podbean.com. The show that I do most often is X Lapsed, going through the current year X Men stuff, but I'm caught up there. So half the month has to be dedicated to something else. And that is the essential X Lapsed, where I went back to the Silver Age. And Yay. started with X-Men number one. Oh, that's a fun one. That's a fun one. It, it is. takes a, a hell of a lot of time to do, but it's a fun one. Um, where I go through the Silver Age issues, all the X-Men appearances, all the notable X-Men appearances. I include uh, the original letters pages, the bullpen bulletin. So you get all the very salty Stan Lee dialogue from the uh, early 60s where he's constantly calling out the competition. It's it's very, very entertaining to read. Did I and hopefully you, entertaining to hear. Did I tell you I talked about you with elementary school children? I talk really? About you specifically? Yes, you specifically. How about that? You are always in my heart, Christian, and hey. and, and your twelve-hour podcast that you put together. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Someone asked me how. So I had to go to the, the Great American Teaching was this past week, and mm -hmm. uh, I went to my kid's school, and they asked me to talk about podcasting because nobody here wants to hear about what I do for an actual job. Of course. Um, so I talked to the second grade class and the fifth grade class about podcasting, and I actually showed one I did with my son, and it was fun. So the fifth graders were like, I had like tons of questions for me, and one of the questions was, how long should a podcast be? And I said, 22 minutes. But, oh, um, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but I said, it actually can be as long as you need it to be, as long as you want it to be. Some people like longer ones. Some people like shorter ones. There's no right answer. And they were like, what's the longest one you ever did? And I said, well, this maniac I know, Christian, did a 12-hour podcast. And like one of the kids just fell over. Another one ran out the door. <laughs> there was Kids were jumping out of the window. They were like, what the hell? Who does a 12-hour podcast? And I was like, Christian did a 12-hour podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Sponsored and people, by Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> and people listen to it. So <laughs> you can go 22 minutes. You can go seven minutes. You can go 12 hours like Christian. And I and I talk. Broadway Marathon Man. Yes. Yep. So <laughs> just know that elementary school kids, you have influenced them. You have influenced them. Or, or I've, or I've dissuaded them. I've scared them away. <laughs> over the next generation well, of podcasters. 
Well, if this is 22 minutes, if that's the best, if that's what a podcast is supposed to be, this could be literally a mini series that you could like, like dissect and edit and turn this into like a month long affair here. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I don't good. Time. And, all right. Um, so, yeah, Quester Days <laughs> and Chris's on Infinite Earths. Anything else you got going on? Um, uh, there's another another couple of uh, monthly shows that I do. We do the Quester mm-hmm. Day show, me and uh, Mr. Bailey there. I also do a show called To the Choir, where we talk yes. about Preacher. The uh, old Vertigo Garth Ennis series. Are you kidding me? You started a preacher series? Yeah, we're a couple episodes in. Cool. It's good. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's, it's a fun one. That's me and my buddy Dave Schultz doing that one. It's my first time ever reading pre- Preacher, and mm-hmm. he's read it multiple times. Uh, the gimmick there is that he read it as like an angry uh, late teen, early twenties, and now mm-hmm. he's you know in his early forties, has kids, so it's reading it with like a new set of eyes. Cool. And, uh, and I'm reading it for the first time ever. So it's it's a fun one to do. And we get into the gestaltiness of it. It's very much in the moratorium Mondays and Quester Days mold where we will talk about, you know, the letters page. We'll talk about the the ads. We'll we'll, we'll go into the weeds kind of often there. Well, I'm glad that we have you back now doing these TV parties for the uh, WWE event. So it gives me a reason to watch these shows. Yeah. So yes. we'll War Games, Thank God. We'll, have you, we'll have you on for day one. And mm-hmm. uh, and I don't know if you know this, but you're being roped in mm-hmm. to doing our live stream of the entire Royal Rumble event. Yes. I love the idea. So make, I love so tell, the idea. Tell the wife now you are not to be bothered the night of the Royal Rumble. You have to sit and watch the Royal Rumble live as we live stream it on YouTube and Twitch. I can't this wait to see CM Punk come back and win it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's set those expectations how about, low. How about, how about before we go here, who's going to win the Royal Rumble? Because we don't even know who's going to be working for this company in January. Who do you think is going to win the Royal Rumble? <laughs> Johnny Gargano. Um, Johnny Oregano. I'm going with Pat McAfee. What do you <laughs> <laughs> And your thoughts? Who do you think? I, hmm. Michael, Michael Cole. He's the only one left standing. There you go. Um, what brand is Kofi Kingston on? I think he's injured right now. Oh, then never mind. You know who uh, I think is going to win the Royal Rumble? Here's my, here's my serious guess. Braun Breaker. <laughs> He's been, he's been 20 minutes on NXT. He's ready. Listen, you know I, I, I want to I want to pitch a podcast series, and it's only a solo podcast series, and it's with Chris Sheehan, and it's called oh, okay. Chris Chris Watches NXT 2.0. I would die and kill to see your reaction to that shit. I'm, I'm NXT lapsed right now. Oh my god, I would pay for it. That used to be my first day off would always be the first like the first thing I would get up in the morning, I would get my coffee and I would sit down and I would catch up on AEW mm-hmm. and um and NXT. And I couldn't tell you the le- on my kid's life, I couldn't tell you the last time I watched an NXT a regular NXT show. It's so oh my god. Now, you you I, just told me that Adam Cole ain't there anymore. I wouldn't have never known. There it's, you go. it's a it's a brand literally a brand new hey jonas it's a brand new uh like set of set of players like all these people they've replaced the entire roster and every single time you see an old member they're getting they're getting jobbed out and literally fired it is the most unbelievable thing I, when they fired the broad from hit row is where i was like i give up i can't i don't even want to be bothered because like they brought out hit row a few weeks in a row and they were getting I love them. and then they got they, were, they all got like chip canned and it was like, why do I? Why would I invest my time in watching? You can't. Yeah, there's no point. So um, there's a war games. Who who's in the who's left to be I in the war games? Braun Breaker. Who will be Braun Breaker. Breaker versus Braun Breaker and in, in a steel cage. <laughs> Braun Breaker. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's when, Braun Breaker and his Braun Breakers versus Braun Breaker and the Braun Breakers in a steel Braun Breaker. 
Right. When, um, when, I, when, when, when you see Braun Breaker, he looks like the like a default creator wrestler. You know what I mean? You see him come <laughs> to the ring. He, he looks like the generic prototype of a jobber. And then all of a sudden he gets in the ring and he's like Steiner Brothers 2021. And you're like, holy shit. I love with, this guy. He's amazing. Complete with markers up the ass. Speaking of markers up the oh, ass, really. come on, man. <laughs> nope, I'm never letting that go. Um, we're already demonetized. Fire me, I'm already fired, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bailey, do your plugs so I can get out of here before my people before my family walks in front of the camera for the 45th time in the past 10 minutes. Plugs, you can find me over on the Twitter at Charlton underscore hero. Where <laughs> where <laughs> hey, hey, come on, let your kids on. It's more important. There you go. You'll, you, yeah, I'm over on the Twitter. You can yell at me there. So hang out. It's Charlton underscore hero. There you go. Mm-hmm. Perfect. All right, folks. Thank you for joining us. The Podsman, we are back again. Woo-hoo. Oh, it's like, it's like the, we put the band back together. We're like the NWO silver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. <laughs> and with that said, that that tired. Uh, We're at least X Factor. We're at least X Factor. Are you dealing with the We X got everything Factor? you ever wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Be well, be be well, be safe and behave.